We're about to uh, jump into some some real first world problems this week, Dennis. Um, oh, is this more first world than last week when you complained entirely about your holiday in Italy? That was two weeks ago. Um, yes, that was two weeks true. ago. And look, I wouldn't say it was. I, I wasn't complaining. I was just making some some wry observations about the. I had a good time. It was a good holiday. I just uh, there were just some things on it that surprised me. I guess. Did that come up? Okay. As, was that was that like me being all first worldy? Oh dear. Uh, it was very compl- It was very negative. Your reviews of Italy. I I, I do. I would not expect the Italian um, but, tourism board to be reaching out to you to use it in an ad anytime soon. But but the, like the stories about holidays that are just overwhelmingly positive are very boring, unless they're extremely mm. exciting. Unless you're doing things like skydiving or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like, how was it? Yeah, well, it was good. Well, we had a good time. Let me walk you through every single... It's like, no, no, no. I want to hear about the disaster stuff, you know? Well, let's hear how this compares. Yeah. Well, I th- no, this is... Wow, this is worse. <laughs> I'm under oh, no illusions. This, this is some real first world problem stuff, dude. Um, because uh, this is also towards the higher end of first world problems as well. This isn't just like... Zero, oh, you're approaching zero with world problems? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're approaching like, you know, 1% uh, type problems has the, has, has the private plane is the private plane need refueling is that the problem it's, it's kind of that it's in it's in i would say oh, hold up well, hang on whoa, whoa, okay it's no 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 I, I, in all honesty i'm gonna i'm gonna have the self-awareness to say that it is probably because what's a typical first world problem right like oh they didn't have the brand of like they didn't have the type of bread that i like at the supermarket yeah, i had specific to, peanut butter yeah yeah i had to get a different type that i don't like quite as much like i would say that my problem is closer to refueling a private jet than it is to not having the peanut butter that you like at the supermarket oh boy okay now i'm very excited actually because dennis my pool okay. isn't usable at the moment <laughs> okay. neither is neither is mine really and no. that it is it is not of this material plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that yours is conti- entirely a, 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 a in your existent only in your imagination. Yeah, it's a twinkle in my eye, exactly. So Megan and I, we bought this house. We went over for like five weeks to uh, Europe. Had a great time, except in Italy. We had a medium time, and then came back. Uh, Mum was <laughs> house sitting, and um, obviously Dennis gets you know starting to get pretty warm here. It is after all the mm. end of winter, so it is it's it's pool season is a. Uh, is, they don't is, call it the they don't call it the overcast coast. No, no. It's honestly for you it de- would definitely be hot enough. It's like being 20 22 degrees and so that's that's pool weather for you I would imagine. Uh yeah, I mean here's here's my hot take. I don't love I don't love pools or swimming very much. Oh boy. Let's get into this. Now, All right. I mean, I like it fine. Okay? Mm. I like it fine. I'm not going to pretend it sucks. My hot take isn't that po- swimming is overrated and, ever, and I hate it. And look, is it satisfying on a hot day to get into a pool? Yes, it is. Obviously. Mm. 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 But I know people, I'm married to one, who you have to drag kicking and screaming out of a pool. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, very much and like my me mother- when I was like 10, yeah. Yeah, and my mother is one of those people too. And my father, much like me, simply is not. Um... It's just so much upkeep, especially getting into the sea. Pools are one thing, but in the sea, because then you're all salty and you have to like shower off. And usually you have to go some distance to or from the beach and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. ugh. yeah, I, I, it's just, it's like pasta for me. A lot of, lot I of, don't, lot of, lot of squeeze, not a lot of juice. Yeah. Well, I don't like pasta very much. And when people, yeah. have, I say that because pasta is an extraordinary, probably one of the most popular foods in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, people are like, what? You don't like pasta? I'm like, no, I like pasta fine. But pasta's not very good for you, right? Very calorie-dense, all yada all this stuff. Um, so for a lot of people, it's like a treat and comfort food. And that's fine. But for me, it's not – I don't like it enough for it to be like, ooh, I get to have my favorite macaroni and cheese tonight. No. Yeah. No, I'm with that's you how, That's I, how – That's how. I love eating pasta, but its its reputation as like a comfort food is completely 
completely undeserved. If you're going to have a comfort food, like get something that is actually, you know, cheap properly is what I'm saying. Don't just don't just have a bowl of pasta. How boring, you know. So I'm actually exactly. I, we're, that, we're actually aligned on that food issue, which is rare. Pools are much like that to me. Well, I can't. Well, there's one word that you said there uh, in that diatribe. Your anti-swimming diatribe. Dennis hates hmm. water. Hates swimming. Hates being immersed. That's the headline. In it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, upkeep. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Well, for pools especially. Yes. Oh, I'm talking about pools and hotels, where or something like that, where somebody else does the upkeep or a gym. Yep. You're talking about the old home pool. You're talking about the personal upkeep that is involved in having a swim, getting dry, you know, finding your, your togs, all that sort, of whatever. Now, hang on. Once before we get too far, I know you said a pool is a first world problem, and it is. Yeah. But how common are pools where you live? Very. That's the thing. Yeah. Having a pool in Ireland, not only is that I would say foolishly optimistic, but it's, that's also <laughs> quite extra, right? It's bizarre. Yes, it would be. It would, yeah, it would be very strong on the, on the one or two days a year that you can actually use the pool. Yeah, it would be. It would not be exactly. worth it. Yeah. But no, like I've got. A pool. I'm sure plenty of people, plenty of Australians might argue it's a necessity. Uh, the further north you go, certainly, uh, mm. it's more and more, it's more and more common. And yeah, up on the sunny coast, yeah, it's it's very very. I would probably say what like, I don't know, northwards of like 40 percent of homes here have pools. Probably maybe that's too high. I don't know, but lo- lots and lots and lots of people have pools. Ours only very small. Mm. Ours only a little plunge pool. Um, it's not like a great, you know, you couldn't you couldn't do you, well. You could do laps in it, but you your 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 toes wouldn't be that far away from um the you know, into the pool that you just How, moved away from and yeah, you're trying you, to turn you're, around. You're doing spins more, yeah, really, aren't you? exactly. It's like when you're a kid and you're pretending to be, you know, Kieran Perkins in the bathtub. Um, yeah, and just, just you're whirlpooling around in circles, yeah. yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so we we get back from overseas. Um, Amy is with us. Megan's, uh, Megan's sister has come back for a visit and uh, mm-hmm. Megan has adjusted to the heat pretty well after moving here, but Amy obviously is still in full Scottish mode, so the idea of a 22-degree day for her blisteringly hot so i'm like let's get this pool ready to go so i get a, a water sample out of the pool because uh, it looks great it looks fine right water's crystal clear you know a couple of leaves have to be skimmed off the top of it that's fine no worries clean that out pool looks great but uh, obviously got to got to get the water tested before you uh, before you get in because it's very possible that you know the water has become super acidic and will just burn your skin off um or something like that so take take the water sample down to the local pool shop and he has a look mm-hmm. at it. He's like, oh, boy. I'm like, oh, no, this is not good, right? I get, he gives me this printout that's full of numbers, so many numbers on this printout, right? All these things you have to watch. Dennis, what are some of the chemicals that you'd, you'd think, just off the top of your head, that you'd have to worry about in a, in, a, in a home, in a domestic pool situation? Chlorine. Chlorine, absolutely. Right, very right high up there. on my list. Yep. I've already given you another hint when it comes to acid as well. You've got to worry about the yeah, acidity or the, the, the yeah. alkalinity. Yep, yep, yep. But can you think of any other elements or any other chemicals that might be of a of, Is of there concern? like a magnesium content or anything like ah, that? Well, you've I guess actually, you're only drinking you, it. No, but magnesium is it magnesium is an optional extra you can put into your pool, which apparently increases the softness of the water or something it like makes it it's it's a therapeutic thing it's good for i thought softness of the water had to do with how alkaline the water is is that are you not is that not already with maybe the maybe it's not does? softness maybe it's like the oil it makes it oilier i don't know apparently anyway magnesium is an optional extra it's a dlc that you can put into your pool right mm. um uh downloadable downloadable chemical uh in order Very to inc- it's it's like a wellness product basically yeah so magnesium yep any others any want to want to have any other guesses Oh, I don't know. Sulfur content an issue? <laughs> You're not far off. <laughs> okay, what? Is, oh, is feces an issue? 
<laughs> well, geez, I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, if that comes up on the test, but I bloody hope it would. You don't. I don't know. You don't need a test of the if there's a if there's a turd floating in the pool. You, you, don't you can give it an ocular pat down. I'd yeah, say right? exactly. Yeah. No. So you've got to worry about all sorts of stuff. Calcium. If your pool okay, doesn't have yeah. enough, if your pool either doesn't have enough or has too much calcium in it, that's what that's what affects water hardness. Um. Uh. But there's other things like phosphorus, right? Okay. Think, is it phosphorus? I think it's phosphorus. Algae feeds on phosphorus, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. right. So, oh, and yeah. Pools pools do get really, really gross and, like, dangerous really fast if you don't take care of them, right? Because algae uh, accelerate, like, grows, and grows so rapidly, right? It just, yeah. it's, it, it's exponential, right? Like, a single algae particle or whatever will duplicate itself in, like, 15 minutes. And then, so, you, it doesn't, it doesn't take too long for your entire pool to turn bright green um so that's why you have chlorine in, in it to to make sure that algae doesn't grow but then mm-hmm. there's other stuff copper and iron right now my pool's a salt pool so i've also got to worry about salt but we'll come to that in a second um yeah if you have too much copper in in the pool right like i, I okay. think that's a good problem to have just siphon that out and sell it copper's valuable yeah right? sell it <laughs> turn it into yeah. some wire let's yeah, go exactly <laughs> let's go people like people break into houses idea. like into into like construction sites and strip the copper wiring from places because copper's so out valuable. of the walls yeah. yeah i love the idea of some thieves breaking in and like performing like water electrolysis to try yeah. to get the copper <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well this is something i learned about how the pool works as well because it's uh, like so you, the way you get chlorine into a pool you can either just pour actual chlorine in but i've got a salt chlorinator on the pool which i realized with my very rudimentary chemical knowledge is actually really clever what happens is the water goes through the salt chlorinator and i think mm. it's electrolysis i don't know it's it, it i think it just gets blasted by these electrical um plates right which mm-hmm. strips the sodium from the chloride yeah that's that's what about that more well, this is one of my least favorite things on other podcasts is, pe- mm. is when people talk about something i know a lot about yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to not do it with any authority at all, but I think that is also electrolysis. That's I think because that's when you strip. You, I remember doing an experiment in school where you strip mm. all the metal off of one thing, carry it through the water onto an, and deposit it onto another thing. Look, whether it is or whether it isn't, I don't know. But it's it's. I was pretty. I thought that was pretty cool. Like you put it's salt, very cool. You it's put one of those things where and then it it you, you know it magically strips apart the the sodium chloride and that's how you get chlorine in your pool. I thought that, I thought it was very neat. Magic is the right word. It's one of the things where if you think back into the 1800s, you'd be burned at the stake for being a witch for something like that, right? Like it's very firm in that territory for me. Maybe like maybe like 1400s, but yeah, sure. Um, anyway, um, iron can get into your pool depending on how and where the salt that you put in it is made. So if you buy a certain <laughs> okay. brand of salt that has been manufactured at a salt factory where they use a certain type of water to clean the salt my god so you're not just buying you know a salt shaker and dumping it in there twice a week or whatever no no like if you buy a brand of salt that has been treated by bore water water that's been dug out of the ground that has a a high iron content that then like Mm -hmm. sneaks in it's like the um it's like the one dude uh sneaking into the nightclub with like four hot chicks Oh you know, yeah, the, yeah, it gets past. The, yeah, the iron atom gets into the pool by sneaking in with all the cl- with all the sodium chloride. It's, right? It's it's the, it's the assassin hiding among the the, the monks. Right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly right. Right. So all sorts of problems. Anyway, so I take this. I get this printout, and oh boy, he pr- he gets his printout, and he gets his pen, and he's circling numbers like this. I was about tomorrow. to say, is, stu- is, is stuff going to be highlighted in red? Like, what are we doing here? Oh, he he got out the pen, and he went to town, and he's like, oh, this is too high, this is too low. So I had too much copper. 
um, had basically no salt in the pool at all, right? So that mm. means that that meant there was no stock of salt to, to turn into chlorine. Um, there was no calcium. So he said the water's not going to be hard enough. And I was like, I don't want the water to be hard. I don't know why. I don't know why we're looking to, to make water hard. Don't we want a pool? You know, you, you, know what hard, you know what hard water is. I have no idea what hard water is. I know that there's like hard heavy water, water that you use in nuclear reactors, but I don't, I'm not, I don't have any plans to enrich uranium in my backyard. Hard water has high mineral content. So have you ever, so Ireland has a lot of limestone, so you get hard water in Ireland, depending on where your house is. Have you ever oh, gotten like lime scale on something? Yeah, yeah. When I stayed with my friend Adrian, Adrian Cleanfoot, um, he, he, <laughs> he said, oh, when you use the shower, please use the scraper to like scrape down the walls. Otherwise you'll get that, that white residue that sticks to the wall is impossible to get off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Lime scale, yeah. That, yeah. So that's, that's, for, that's because of hard water. Well, apparently, I, apparently, my water needs to be hard. It's not it's not sufficiently hard. Too soft, this water, right? So, I wouldn't. Th- I wouldn't think soft water would be a problem. Hard water will gum up the me- the mechanics. You know, I understand why that would be an issue. Maybe it was too hard, understand. and I was putting calcium into softener, but that doesn't sound because the calcium's hard, no. right? Like your bones are made of calcium, and calcium's hard. So yeah, no, no, it's uh, yeah. I don't think that's how it works. I, Look at us, both, yeah. both expert chemists here. Anyway. So I go home with like armfuls, not even armfuls, mm. like a bootload of chemicals, 60 kilograms of salt I needed to put into the pool, right? Jesus. All this, this calcium. Oh, and the other thing is just a great big bottle of hydrochloric acid. And Ooh. I don't think the guy at the pool shop had much faith in me being able to do it correctly because he was explaining, he's walking, he's walking me through it step by step. It is complicated in fairness, but like <clears throat> there was one point where he was like, he gave me, he handed me this great big bottle of hydrochloric acid. It's got the, uh, the childproof lock on the, on the, the childproof proof like well, lid on the, no, on the top That's of just it. no joke. And that's what he said. He said, um, really don't muck around with this stuff, mate. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I wasn't planning to, but yeah, go on. He's like, it'll it'll burn your skin off. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, just be just be really careful with it, all right? Do you know the really interesting thing about hydrochloric acid? A lot of pool owners don't. He had to point this out. When because you have to adjust the pH balance, right? It can't be too al- oh. it can't be too acidy, it can't be too alkaline. Um, so you can put either alkalinity solution or acid in to fix it but with mm-hmm. acid if you just pour a cup of acid into a pool it won't disperse and it will sink oh, it'll clump yeah it will clump and it will sink to the bottom of the pool in just a ball right so Ugh. he's had people come in and their kids have like burns on their skin they get into the water they they stuck their foot in the acid ball yeah and they, or, they've, or they've dived down you know when you're a kid in the pool you dive down to the bottom to pick stuff up at the bottom and they just they've burnt the, the skin off their arm because this is ball of acid so you have to stir it like a cup of tea <laughs> when you put the acid in right wild yeah. that's wild so i go home and um i put all this stuff in and this is unfortunate this is my least favorite part of the show um because i'm about to show dennis uh something visual here right Ooh, and, hit me. yeah so this I'm is, this a, is i'm getting a lovely discord message am i you, uh no i'll put on i'll put on facebook messenger i dumped in all the yeah. uh the chemical well i didn't just dump them in he gave me step-by-step instructions as to how to do it i did it right and uh after treating the pool as he instructed dennis this is what it looked like ah so for the fine viewers at home there's a patch of grass it looks like actually astroturf is it fake grass it's, it's astroturf fake astroturf fake, fake grass in front R- of the pool yep Right next to this this little this little paddling this little plunge pool, and I would say the fake grass is exactly the same color as the water. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. is Kermit the Frog green. It's super super. I'm colorblind, and I can see that that is some. Even green you can see that something's not right here. Yeah. That is some green water. So I take a picture of it. I get the little sample bottle. I'm like, we have somehow made this worse, right? I go back to the guy, and he's like, Oh no, that was supposed to happen. 
I'm like, all right, mate, pull the other one. It's that should that should have been in the instructions if that was supposed I've, to happen. That should have been he's the printed out this 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 sheet full of numbers. He's given me all these chemicals that I bought off him, right? That I, he's he's he's, mm. he's made a mint off me already. And then I come back, he's like, oh no no no, that's that's good. That's yeah, that that was supposed to happen. I'm like, oh, don't don't try to cover your tracks. You just greenified my pool. But no, apparently, right? He showed me out on the back of one of the the, the bags that he'd given me. When you dump magnesium into the pool, right? It bonds with the iron in the water. So all of the iron that's hiding out, all these, you know, the ugly guy that was sleep- that was sneaking in with the hot girls, right? Mm-hmm. He's now had a few drinks. He's hitting the, hitting the dance floor and now you can't ignore him because the magnesium for some reason makes the iron visible, right? Um, and so the green there is actually apparently brown. Like okay. that, like the brown of an of iron. It's just it, because it. I, look, I don't know. I'm not a color specialist. I was going to say, I would say you're you're quite far from a color specialist. But is this dude colorblind? The guy who no, sold you this no. Stuff? Like he was explaining, it's like because he was saying like, oh, technically it's actually brown, but because of the other chemicals in the water, because of the other because the water's like bright blue usually, right? So it right, makes yeah. the, I, look. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he, I, I have not. I have no choice but to trust this guy, right? He's no, got. A, I get it. Yeah. He's got. A, he's got a shop, right? It says pool shop out the front. Like he's either. You a are very, not the first very... person he sold sixty <laughs> kilograms of salt and hydrochloric acid to today. I didn't. It wasn't a guy, you know, who who had sixty kilograms of, of salt in his uh, in his floor length jacket. You know, he going, hey, hey, kid, you want to buy want to buy some pool shady sound yeah. from Oblivion Lake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the pool is currently in remission uh, from mm-hmm. its greenified state. It is getting better, um, but oh boy. I have, I have some. If I didn't have a, I'll put it this way: if I didn't have a pool in my backyard, I'm pretty sure that the Australian Federal Police would be taking a very keen interest on my growing chemical collection because I have. Yeah, uh, you got to be out. You got to be out and off on some kind of list purchasing enough things with the same card at some point, right? Like, but it's from a pool shop, and I have a pool, so I do think I'm going to be okay in that regard. But the fact that, like, at one point, right when I was, um, when when the guy was walking me through like how to do all this stuff, um, at one point he's like, um. Oh, by the way, when you're mixing this chemical, because you have to mix one of the chemicals up in a bucket before you put it in the pool. So when you're mixing, I it think up, I know what this is going to be. It will give off ammonia, right? Um, so just be careful of that. I'm like, isn't that like chlorine gas? Like, isn't that mustard gas? No, you need you need um you need bleach to oh. make mustard gas. So it's halfway there. If you clean, if you use ammonia and bleach together, you'll make mustard gas. Um, right. Okay. Which so happens? I, I, I was because <laughs> ammonia is a cleaning product, right? Uh yes, but also like it's also in like urine and stuff. Now yeah. I think if you use bleach to clear pee, I don't know that there's enough ammonia to make you to put to give you the the real you know um, <laughs> Maginot Line experience. The, the, yeah, the full the full World War One <laughs> experience. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but I was but, halfway there anyway. Yeah, it's I was halfway good. there, halfway there, just ammonia pouring out of this bucket as I was mixing mixing things up. Anyway, further updates as they come to hand. But at the moment, the pool is still green. Um, I I I still have to. But dump a bunch more chemicals in it to to get it to a point where mm. it's like swimmable. Um, oh, and the other thing is when we did like a, a test of the water once I'd put all the salt in, he was like, mm, way too much salt. I was like, you sold me the salt. You told me I how much to put idea. in. I hope that I wish, and I know there's no way this is the case, but I wish that that test was just a spoon, like it's testing a chatter you're making, you know? <laughs> like, mm, too much salt. Too much salt. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. No, I take the bottle, he puts it in the centrifuge, all that sort of stuff, right? He does the the uh, the fancy test, but then the salt test is him just going, mm, oh, no, far too much salt. You need to, you need mm, to add, some, uh, add, take, add some pepper. Take, take, 
take the edge off that a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the pool is way too salty. Uh, the chlorine levels are fine. The copper levels have gone back down. But now it's full of iron. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I set up a forge and, and you know, start start making weaponry. Side hustle, yeah. yeah. Uh, with all the iron that's in my pool. But hopefully, hopefully... At some point in the not too distant future, Dennis, I'll be able to swim in my in the in the chemical bath that I'm the that soup I'm, you've made that yeah. I'm concocting in my backyard. So I didn't realize I did not realize it's well. I had a suspicion. I I kind of knew how much maintenance and stuff went into a pool, but um, I'm certainly learning it the hard way. You can you can be disappointed without being surprised. <laughs> you know, and I think yeah. that's where we're at, right? Yeah. yeah, you can know that something annoying is going to happen and then when it happens, still be annoyed by it. Yeah, okay. Well, that's yeah. kind of where we're at. So that's my first world problem, Dennis. That's my 1% problem. Oh, my pool isn't, uh, uh, you know. It's too salty. My pool, my pool's too salty. Um, my advice would be to stop trying to drink it. But, I, know, was, uh, I was talking to some friends of mine about this as well. Um, my pool, it has another feature, a very cool feature, which actually oh. pairs very well with the extreme saltiness of the pool dennis um does it have, does it have like i mean like some crackers like what's going on <laughs> oh no no in a different sense it pairs very well in a different it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't have a, a biscuit dispenser no yeah it doesn't uh it doesn't make a, a, a great big plate of, uh, of hot chips that you can then sprinkle salt on no that'd be great though oh mm. goodness no uh my pool dennis has rgb lighting Hold up, let's go. Alienware pool, now we're cooking. So I've got... Now I'm into it. ...a gamer pool, which has very recently become a salty gamer pool. So Salty gamer pool. Well, maybe, yeah. I mean, just tell people the green LEDs are on when they go to swim in it. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> no, dude, there has to be some combination of RGB lights that cancel to out cancel the green, out. right? Yeah. Like whatever, I need to find, I need to find the RGB like hex... Uh, hex code for anti-green and then people the think, opposite oh, wow. on the color wheel yeah, yeah exactly. this water is just crystal clear it's beautiful you've done such a good job with the point i know i know thanks very much thanks very much if uh, if you start setting off metal detectors <laughs> you start setting off metal detectors in the airport i don't know anything about that anyway that's the pool situation dennis more news as it comes to hand riley i want to talk to you about a concept that i think we've discussed certainly privately i don't know that we ever talked about in the podcast okay and it is the concept of nerd homework. All right. Yeah, so yeah. do you know what I mean when I say nerd homework? So uh, is this like having having played, for instance, the the video games that you have to have played just so you can have a conversation with other nerds about what is going to be assumed to be a, a shared, a common experience that everyone has had? Yeah, and it's yeah. not just video games, but yes, things that are like so ubiquitous yeah. that you're like, oh yeah, I probably should. So, yeah, you know. like how have you not seen Star Wars type things? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I caught up on some nerd homework yesterday. Oh, did you? I did. I for the first time yesterday saw Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Okay. How to treat you? I liked it fine. Uh, I thought there was going to be but which uh, more. I think with Blade Runner more so than any other film. Yes, uh, this question <laughs> is uh, is is worth asking. Which version of it did you watch? I watched the final cut version. Now is that the um, as opposed that? to the Sony Vegas version? No, yeah, the final cut. Yeah. I'll I'll have to I'll have to refresh my memory on this one because. I, I I know I read this article yesterday explaining the differences, so I can I can give you a quick rundown if you'd like. But is the final cut the actual final cut? It's not, is it? Yes, it is. Yes. yes. Okay. 
So there's a the theatrical cut, which is where they made the movie, and then the studio was like, hey, Ridley Scott, this movie is too complicated. You need to add a bunch of voiceover and make it simpler and change things. Yeah. And he was like, ugh, okay. And that's the original version, which people are like, oh, it sucks. Yeah. Then there's the director's cut, which has all of Ridley Scott's original vision restored, less mm-hmm. narration, slight additional ending scene, yada, yada, yada. And then the final cut is just the director's cut, what with some additional violence and shots that weren't did, weren't okay for like the, the the fifteen rating they gave the the director's cut or whatever. Right at the time, it was like this is too much. Okay. Yeah. So narratively, as far as I can tell, the director's cut and the final cut are identical. But there's only one minute difference. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff taken out and stuff added in. Oh, okay. It's not just like oh no no, put some extra blood and guts in there. Um, okay. Oh, sorry. Between those two, maybe it is actually just the a couple of extra shots of like <laughs> just some more gratuitous blood. violence in there. Right. Okay. Yeah, like there's a scene where I'm not going to give you a spoiler warning for Blade Runner because it came. I saw this movie too late yesterday, so you know, yeah, your problem. But there's a scene where he drives his thumbs through a guy's eyes, which is pretty gratuitous, and I imagine it's just less gratuitous. That's not really really a spoiler. I guess yeah, someone dies like that. Someone dies like that, yeah. But it's a film. It's a yeah. It's it's not as if oh what someone dies in a film. Um, no, yeah. apparently the final cut has all sorts of stuff. The original full length version of the Unicorn Dream. I don't remember the. I don't yeah. think I've ever watched the final cut. I don't remember the oh, Unicorn so, Dream. Well, the Unicorn Dream, I believe, is in the director's cut as well. So you might be missing out. No, no, no. But it doesn't have the full length version of the Unicorn Dream. The director's cut only has the insertion of the dream sequence of the unicorn running through truncated a truncated version of the unicorn. Yeah, dream. yeah, truncated, truncated version. Um, also, the director has the, the the removal of the studio imposed happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, so uh, they uh, they they decided that the film was going to take a, a a lighter tone, an altogether inappropriate lighter tone. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm actually going to address that. So, if you haven't seen an intent to see Blade Runner, go do your nerd homework, and then please return to this episode to, talk, to listen to us continue to talk about nerd homework. Yeah. So. At the end of Blade Runner, um, him and the replicant that he steals, I guess, or follows him from the Tyrell Corporation, Rachel, run off together. Um, and the question is like, you know, replicants have a four-year lifespan or whatever in the movie, so mm. they don't know how far into that she is. They don't know if she has a longer one, a shorter one. They have no idea how much time they're actually going to get to spend together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the guy, the policeman, who's like chasing dead replicants with him, goes to his apartment and sees Rachel there and leaves him a note that says, basically, hey, I know she's with you. I don't think she poses a threat. Um, I know you don't know how much time you have together, but then again, who does? And I was like, nice. Yeah. Good no- good ending. You know, how different are they from humans? Yada, yada, yada. The additional happy ending bit has an added voiceover from Harrison Ford where he basically goes, and off screen, I learned from the corporation that she actually has an infinite lifespan, so we're going to have a great life together. <laughs> <laughs> so you know oh, that's terrible yeah 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 uh, i'm usually usually you know i don't think like in terms of like things that have different versions like star wars for example i think people overblow that a little bit but you know like you know who shot Greedo shot first on shot first etc but i think when it completely undermines the message and like tone of the film i'm like okay that was probably a bad call i think that's reasonable <laughs> To want the the Rid the Ridley Scott cut of that one, yes. But I, I liked. St- I, I well, I think the comparison with Star Wars there, like the the, the Han shot first thing, is probably the worst um, example of that you could have chosen because it is you know a reasonably defining character. It's, it's it's like a defining character moment as we are introduced to Han Solo and see that oh no he's like immoral and he is 
sneaky and underhanded and whatever else. And then them changing that to make him more of a hero does like blunt, blunten his character a little bit. But then again, I would say that Blade Runner is just a generally weightier film in terms of its themes and, um, mm-hmm. you know, what it's trying to say, whereas Star Wars is just a cool space opera with, with laser swords. Um, that's its message. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely, definitely lighter fare. Yeah. Um, but hang on. So where where are we going with this discussion? We're talking about we're talking about cuts, or we're talking about nerd home, home homework. I want to talk about going? nerd homework. Sorry. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> what are there any glaring oh, gaps? Dude. Oh, in your dude. Knowledge? Huge, huge, huge. Jurassic Park. Never seen it. That's funny. You should say that. I'm going to see Jurassic Park in the cinema on Friday here to, this week because it is the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. Maybe maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. maybe it's time. I mean, you don't have to go see it in the cinema, but it's a good movie. It's it's, it's I think you'll like it. I swore an oath with someone I, I swear on someone that i would never watch i wouldn't watch because he wanted to be there when i watched jurassic park for the first time and so i like swore an oath that i would not never watch jurassic park without him right and um now we're not like we just kind of drifted apart because we never got around to watching it while we were friends and i moved overseas and since then we've just kind of fallen out of touch i wouldn't say we're like we're not reach out, we're not reach more, out. oh but he's down in melbourne it's gonna be such a hassle man to try to like get together to just just watch jurassic park i think i think you should do that i think that would be really cool Okay. Is, is, you is, can say you can say maybe you will and say you'll think about it, or even say you will on the podcast and then yeah. just never do it. I'm trying to think of podcast. how I'm trying to think of how the uh, the the logistics of that would work. I guess you would just go down to Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, what, oh, what do you, <laughs> oh, you go down to Melbourne? Oh, cool. What are you visiting? Fam? No, I'm going to go and watch Jurassic Park. Oh, I mean, also go visit Melbourne? your family. I guess. Do they not? No. Oh no, Dennis. No, I go. I I, I can only put one thing on my. Uh, on my itinerary <laughs> when I'm traveling, and if it's sorry, mum, sorry if it's uh, if I'm there to watch Jurassic Park, I'm not uh, I'm not coming to Castlemaine to see you. Um, uh, re- up until recently, for me, Halo was a big glaring one. I never played Halo until thanks to you. We, I fixed that. We, we, we buttoned that all up. I, I fixed that. Um, yep. Never played Mass Effect in terms of video games. Never done that. Um, Mass never Effect, any Bioware games really. Mass Effect is it was huge, but it, it it I don't know. At the time, Mass Effect felt like the biggest the biggest video game on the planet. Um, but then they kind of bottled it with Mass Effect 3, and now I just feel like it that has blunted its impact pretty significantly because it's not the, I don't know, it's not the ground, it doesn't feel like it's gone down as like this groundbreaking piece of media that it felt like when, when it first came out. Mm, Does that make sense? I understand. It hasn't, it no, it, it hasn't lasted. They did. They definitely damaged reputation with how, it, with even I know this through, through like cultural osmosis with yes. how 3 ended and then Andromeda was also bad, right? Uh, I never played Andromeda. Never, never yeah. played it. I, it was the sort of game that I looked at when it was like in development or when they were like hyping it. And then like when Mass Effect 3 came out, um, it was just like, I can't. I'm probably getting this mixed up in my head. Andromeda was probably the sort of game that I looked at and was like, I would have liked this had I not kind of lost interest in Mass Effect because of Mass Effect 3. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, didn't like Mass, I, I didn't like Mass Effect 2 either, for what it's worth. Is that the one where you have to drive around a lot and like do all the mining on the planets and stuff? Yes, and it's the one where you just start off and you're like you're dead, and a guy brings you back from the dead from from the dead, and you don't. It has very little. It has. It feels like it has very little connection to the first one, and the first one was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. but it just feels like no, no, I didn't want this. I wanted more of Mass Effect One, please. Whereas, yeah. Anyway, go on. Um, it's talking about cultural osmosis and like how I, I I knew which Mass Effect was the one that had the planet we rolled around looking for the, but the this mining sort of, materials. This, but this point, this proves the point that I'm making. It it had such a massive impact. It felt like such a huge game, and then it just fell off. It just isn't anymore. 
do you have anything that lives in that space? Like, for, for example, for Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. Park, how much do you know about Jurassic Park? Because I bet it's a lot. Uh, I know that one of the dinosaurs is a clever girl. Um, yes, very good. I, I know very good. That their um, their vision is based on movement. Um, uh, there's that scene. He goes, "Welcome to Jurassic Park." I know, bah, bah, Frodo Baggins. Um, uh, is this also your scientists were so occupied with whether they could, they didn't think about whether they should? Is that where that's from? I think so. I think um, so too. There, right? it's, a, it's it's also life uh, finds a way. Nope, didn't know that. Um, didn't know it's that. Also, they do they do move in herds. Is also from Jurassic Park. Nope, no, no. Um, so what? You know the plot of Jurassic Park. There's like a mosquito in a piece of amber that has dinosaur blood yeah. in it, and they they reverse yep. engineer a bunch of different dinosaurs on like an island, and yep. it's like a theme park essentially. And then mm-hmm. surprise, surprise, who could have seen this coming? One day the dinosaurs break out and. Um, I don't know. Eat people, I guess. I I, I don't know. They, I, there's a they, they drive around in a car at one point. There's like a velociraptor chasing someone through a lab or something. I, I don't know. Little mm-hmm. I've seen little bits and pieces. Yeah. So this happened to me a couple of weeks ago with another movie I'd never seen, which was Terminator Two, or Terminator yeah, One for that never, matter. Never I still watched, haven't seen Terminator One. Never watched the Terminator films either. Yeah, but, but you, I could I could quote half the film. So exactly, I watched it with Steve, Nicky, and Jeff, and the whole time they were like, "Dude, you've seen this movie?" And I was like, "No, I haven't." Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're like, and I was now I was trying to do it. I was like, come out, they're like, I need your boots and your motorcycle. And I'm yeah. like, how do you? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, I'm sorry, your mother is dead. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, they're gonna go in the thing now. Oh, he's gonna yeah. put his thumb yeah. up. And then, and I was like, oh, and this is the bit where he turns into a puddle. And this is yeah. the bit where he's melted through the bars. Yeah. And they were like, you've seen this movie? Yeah. And I was like, no, I haven't. I simply yeah. haven't. Like, this I don't part know where like, he takes control of all of the cop cars. Um, yeah. 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 Um, the what is it hasta la vista baby and the um yeah. uh, the i'll be back obviously no that's in that's in terminator one that's not the first one i think yeah. yeah so he's a villain in terminator one he is yeah yeah and then, um, he, then he's the good guy yeah but um i hadn't so those things that live in that space are the most interesting to me where you know you, it's like it's like you saw the movie in a dream, mm. you know, mm. and you're like, oh, I think I think it's an island with dinosaurs and they're driving around in the car. But then the car is a piano for a little bit. That's a reference to the Patreon exclusive portion of the podcast. <laughs> if you're on Patreon.com, so have a listen to this. Um, you know, and I, I love things that live in that space and trying to get people to talk about like what they think their assessment of the movie is like that. I, I, I talked about having the movie jar before and usually mm. the rule we all put movies in the jars that at least one person has to have not seen it. Mm-hmm. And in our case, it's basically always Jeff. Um, and he's like, yeah, this is the bit where, you know, I want to say Vader is Luke's brother. They're rela- like, mm-hmm, they yeah. related in some way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I love that stuff, dude. I don't know why that brings me, that brings me such joy. I'm trying to think of other, th- like I haven't seen Pulp Fiction, um, but I know there's Ooh, like. That, I mean, that, that's, that's a difficult one to summarize, actually. Well, I, I I wouldn't be able to tell you what the plot is, but I can tell you that there's a bunch of, uh, I can t- I can describe a bunch of scenes to you from it, not having yeah, seen yeah. it. There's like the, uh, the they talk about the the McDonald's, the hamburger McDonald, the McDonald's hamburger in yep. the um Royale with cheese. Uh, and there's the thing where Samuel L. Jackson uses some very bad language, um, when trying to yes. get some while inquiring about someone's proficiency with uh, with various languages. Um, there's a bit where John Travolta is dancing with Uma Thurman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she dies at some point, and then they have to like shock her back into life with a needle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I know because of that gif of John Travolta with the with the coat draped over his arm of him like shrugging and looking around, looking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, 
again, never actually seen the film, but there's enough there's enough penetration of these like through like and you saw it like in community or like an episode of family guy yeah, or, or that meme and stuff, stuff has been yeah. referenced exactly that you uh you've got you've got at least a, a, a some level of comprehension or understanding of what happens in the film yeah blade runner was definitely high on my list of like things that i i wanted to have you know ticked off for my nerd card mm-hmm. you know you know what's the sequel? Um, and it is one of the he- uh i'm excited to watch the sequel i was more excited to watch that than the first one to be honest really because because ryan gosling he's literally me he's literally you you know yeah he's literally me yeah explain explain what's going on with that because that that isn't that isn't you you sort of tried to walk me through the he's literally me thing when we were hanging out in in ireland last week but i didn't get it so there's just a lot of um i'm not sure why this is but there's a lot of memes about people um posting pictures of ryan gosling in movies being oh my god it's literally me and i think it's mostly from drive in which he has very little characterization and very little dialogue to be mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those like sigma based movies you know okay. much like american psycho and stuff like that uh, it's actually a beautiful movie i love that movie drive um it's, yeah it's really good drive's really good yeah um but there's a lot of memes of i think so i think and i think it's that mixed with the fact that he's very relatable in like interviews and stuff like that uh-huh. but there's a lot of things that like so the original thing is like oh he's literally me you know i find it so relatable and then they post ryan gosling in you know increasingly outlandish situations in his movies ah sure being okay. like ah he's literally me so and he- i think also he, in in in, in blitter 24 9 i think he's like an he's like lonely and dating like virtual anna Darmus. so i yeah. think that is like the you know i think there's a certain subset of the internet that definitely identifies with that characterization yeah, yeah literally you um okay i understand so he's just sort of this this everyman, almost like this silent protagonist kind of person in uh, in Drive, right? Like, well, he is very much a silent protagonist in Drive. He doesn't no, have a name. Saying, in Drive, he is yeah. silent, the silent protagonist. He's very much like a link from Zelda, and you can just sort of imprint yourself onto him. But yeah, that, the the difference between all those people making jokes about it and and, and is, is that I actually very much am like him in Drive. Yeah, you know, like other people I, say that kind of like as a joke, but in terms of for me personally, yeah, but. Very much like him in Drive, I would say. For them, it may be figuratively, figuratively. Yeah. But for me, it is literally yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm, that, I'm, there, I'm there was... a handsome, brooding, excellent driver. Um, mm-hmm. Someone who, you know, has... i got a lot of time for... Um, single moms and hyperviolence. Yeah, yeah me single too. moms <laughs> uh, who, who need just a bit, of a, bit of, bit of help with their young sons. And I'll, I'll, I'll rob a... Uh, I'll help to rob a porn store, no worries. Like, that's fine. That's yeah, the sort absolutely. of stuff that I get up to on my weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I kind of get it mean? now. He's literally me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. There you go. The, the, when Nikki showed me that meme, it was the meme of... um. Obi-Wan Kenobi when Luke is asking him he goes do you know all you know Ben Kenobi and he goes yeah. of course I know him he is me yeah um and it's like it's like a woman asking her boyfriend it's like do you know Ryan Gosling of course I know him. Yeah. he is me he is that, me. that yeah. it, it, it literally it, one of those that I doubled over laughing like it hit yeah. me in the stomach yeah. got, <laughs> you, got you real good yeah Oh, it got me so good, dude. But no, I'm very pleased to have, um, you know, like like playing the early levels of a video game, watched Blade Runner so that I've unlocked the pleasure of watching Blade Runner 2049 and understanding what the hell's going on, I would hope. I haven't seen Blade Runner 2049. I don't feel like that's a necessary thing that needs to be punched on the nerd card. No, I don't think so. I'm no. not saying that my nerd card is full. I, I haven't collected all the stamps. I mean, I haven't watched bloody Jurassic Park, so I forget about it. But... um. Yeah, actually, you know another one. This is this is a this is a this is more of a snobbier nerd card thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never finished Shadow of the Colossus. Me either. I just don't think it's that good, eh? 
I've got four colossi or whatever into yeah. it. And I liked it. Yeah. And then I was like, ooh, boy, is this hard to control. Yeah. Like, after yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, and I admire, you know, I, 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 it felt unique and innovative and cool when I played it in mm. 2018 or whatever. So I'm sure when it came out, it was mind blown. It's broadly but, speaking, for those who don't know, the Shadow of the Colossus is, is broadly speaking, or at least was, considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest video game of all time. Um, but I th- yep. think it's just overblown. It's a fine, it's a good game. Like, it's not terrible. It's a good game. But it's, I think it's one of those things that people like, people picked up on as being like, ooh, if I say this is my uh, favorite video game, I'll sound interesting and I'll sound different. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So it's a good game. It's just, it's, it's, hard, it's, it's, it's hard to play now. It's 20 years old. Is it 20 years old? Well, 20, it's 18 years old, 20, 2005. Yeah. So coming up. Yeah. It's an old game. I've still got, I've got, I've got the remastered version for PlayStation 4, and I tried, and I tried, I really tried. I tried. But, uh, nah, nah. What other glaring absences do you have? I'm trying to think. I, find, I think movies and like, video games, like, video games get dated in a way that makes them quite inaccessible. But you can, True. you can try, I think you can trudge through a movie. Yeah. Even if it's dated. Right. Yeah. Like, Blade Runner is dated. About, what about books? What about books? Never read Lord of the Rings? Never read Lord of the Rings. That's, I think we'll let you off on that one. It's it's a it's a and it's, it's a it's know, a commitment. I read, the, I read the Hobbit and I liked it, but then you start reading Lord of the Rings, and I tried, and a lot of it's like the Bible, dude. And so and so was the son of so and so, and he ruled for thirteen years. And here's the, here's a here's a shit song I wrote about it, and I'm like, thanks, J.R.R. Tolkien. Someone Good. someone characterized. I remember reading this online somewhere. Someone characterized the uh, the Lord of the Rings as a bunch of dudes going from place to place, being like, this place used to be great once. It is no, it is, it is no longer great, and then moving on to the next thing before, <laughs> like after singing a little song about it. Yeah, I have been getting a hankering to watch the movies again, though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the whole thing, like, because you know, there was the the Magic the Gathering set recently with Lord of the Rings. I'd, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 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 in for a for an extended uh, extended edition rewatch. Just carve um, out the, other... the twelve hours from my sketch and uh, and get through them all. You know. I read like Harry Potter growing up. I even read Twilight growing up. They're Uh-oh. a little more modern. Here he comes. Why did you read them? Uh, Riley, every single Twilight book is dedicated to the band Muse. Did you not know that? No. <laughs> what? Okay. What? It's not a joke. Not a joke. What? Stephanie Meyer is a colossal Muse fan. Even bigger than you, it sounds like. How many even books, have, how many books so- have you dedicated to Muse? I mean, none, right? Um, Supermassive Black Hole is in the movie um the first twilight movie yeah. very famously and then it was so much so famous that news wrote a song for twilight for i want to say the third one yeah right? death Cab for cutie did as well they wrote a great song called mm. everything ends which was from the twilight soundtrack and um this is what the, obviously the peak of this is back in 29 2009 2010 mm-hmm. the peak of twilight's uh popularity and also the peak of my like um uh me being a pitchfork kid right uh-oh, uh-oh, that's going to be hard. <laughs> it was so... Because I, I love Death Cab and I really wanted to listen to this song, but I couldn't possibly have a song with the album art from the Twilight yep. original soundtrack, the Twilight soundtrack. Um, I couldn't have that album art on my 160 gigabyte iPod, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know what to do, but then I listened to the track and it was... I, it was so good. It's such a good song. Um, so Muse, I, went, Muse went the other way. The Muse song that they wrote for that. I, I think probably the same album is 
awful terrible um it is literally like the piano from one other song it's the it's all the get it's all the the drum beats from that set it's literally cobbled together just a, just a, and yeah. I don't bl- right they did they didn't I don't blame they, they didn't set foot in the studio they were just like all right here are the stems just find something put it all together the music it's- video the music video is them just playing in front of a green screen where they show some twilight footage and then they're like, i guess out of here yeah <laughs> like- okay really phoned it in. um can you guess? I mean, you could never guess, but mm. do you want to hear the name of the Muse song that is in the, on the that they wrote for Twilight? No, of course I'm never going to ever guess it. It's called Neutron Star Collision. Parentheses, love is forever. <laughs> okay, all right. That uh, that's, opening, I, that's just a Muse song for me. Yeah. The, no, the opening lines, Riley. I bet you'll be able to get finish this. I was searching. You were on a mission, and our hearts combined like a neutron star collision. <laughs> Yeah, because there's a lot of astrophysics type stuff in, in Twilight, isn't there? There's like, no, a, I mean, once you get past all the vampires and the werewolves, there's like a, I think there's a pretty, uh, again, this is just all the cultural osmosis. This is again me picking things up. There's I read a, the books, dude. There is not. There's, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure there is because you know, supermassive black hole, asteroid, the collision, supermassive black hole, saying, exactly, you know? yeah. dude. That's exactly why it's called Neutron Star Collision because they're like they like the space song. Put another yeah. space thing in it. Oh my god, yeah, it's four fifty five. Are you joking? Let's get this thing out the door. Matt Bellamy never read the books, never watched the films. He was like, "What did she like? Supermassive black hole? Oh, okay, just do another stars Twi- Twilight. Is it? So it's about like stars and the sun and we have and a like- song called Starlight. Will they accept that? And I think I think she already knows that song, oh, Matt. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, all right, all right. Okay. But but it, in that area, all right. Okay, leave it with me. And then he just goes home. And yeah, again, it's a four fifty five on a Friday uh, effort from him. But if you the- look. If you open any Twilight book in the first thing, it's like, you know, the first page, it's like, oh, I want to dedicate this to my, you know, my loving mother who proofread my books, blah, 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 my editor, blah, blah, made this possible, blah, blah, and Muse. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, well. So we've got Muse to thank for so much. Your slavish fanboying of this ridiculous band is uh, is made all the funnier now that we know that they are, at least in some way, responsible for the literary masterpiece that is the Twilight series. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind the scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 